from the Summer Skate Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled-based, increased safety measures with your choices of games as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice. Summer skates, shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team at summerskates.com. Adrian College, championship aspirations on the ice and in the classroom. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com slash mhockeyd1. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to uclhockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza with six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust. To go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Toyota of the Desert, your trusted Toyota dealership in Cathedral City, California, at toyotaofthedesert.com. Oklahoma University, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster at ouhockey.net. Caesars Sportsbook app, where every play earns you Caesars rewards towards dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and our second location, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, a very happy and balmy, beautiful Monday afternoon. Scott Strandy with you today from just outside uh, a Panera restaurant once again. Uh, On the road, podcasting from a parking lot in Palm Springs, actually La Quinta, California. It's a balmy 92 degrees here. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. He's at the big place. You'll see he's probably got the air cranked up right now. The servant's bringing some cold ones to him. He's got his feet up with the summer skates and uh, just totally kicking back and relaxing. Paul, is it 92 degrees on the island today? Uh, No. Oh, that was a quick answer. <laughs> How are things on the island? Um, what's it going on? What's What's happening? Neither one of the digits in the temperature is even is a nine. You'd have to add up the two numbers to get it to go past nine. <laughs> so it's not it's not a balmy ninety two like it is here in it is beautiful not. Uh, La Quinta, California. It is a, it I love is a it quote here. unquote balmy fifty eight. I love it here. So uh, for me to say relocating to Anaheim is going to be a heartbreaker. Um, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, make up your mind. How you doing? I can't keep. Yeah, I, I don't. There's a there's a cartoon. You know where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna put. I'm gonna just gonna change that to where in the hell are you? Well, nobody can keep up with you. Here's the deal. If we're trying to grow hockey in the West, don't I have to go to where we need to uh, inject some uh, some what what's the word I'm looking for? Um, hockey. And uh, there's certainly hockey out here in California. And 
on the West Coast, but we need to True. we need to pump it up a little bit here. I mean, um, from my new location starting uh, May or April twenty sixth, I will be one hundred and fifty two miles from four of our AHL uh, cities, and I will be about I don't know seven, eight, ten miles from um, the John Wayne, uh, Santa Ana, Orange County, whatever you want to call it, airport. And I'll be able to jump on a plane and be almost anywhere in our area in no time at all. So it makes all the sense in the world uh, to do that. And like I said, that's what I'm doing now. I'm prospecting uh, for clients in uh, Palm Springs this week. Next week, it'll be Ontario. After that, it'll be Bakersfield. After that, it'll be San Diego because this is the quote unquote off season. But um, we're talking college hockey today because that's what we do on analytics and eyeballs. I sent you a little promo tease uh, of what we were going to do for the show today. I said, we're going to talk numbers about portals, uh, teams in the NCAA, talking numbers about conferences. I mean, there are so many numbers, Paul, that I think our heads are jumbled. I mean, I I, I don't know. Um, There are so many places that we know of that are trying to set themselves up for a jump and set themselves up for a move and and players going all over the place and uh, you know um you know when you when you look at things you know 16 is that enough the that's the big number right is 16 enough for the NCAA tournament in my and, opinion and, definitely not and at what point do you bump up that number? Um, you bump it up on... to 20 right now based on the fact that you've got 65 teams or so. Well, once again, we got to settle on that number, too. doesn't matter. You're over 64. Just uh, just keep going up as far as I'm concerned. And uh, get, give us the 20 or 24 teams. I'll take either one. And uh, give some more uh, teams that earned the right, as we talked about so much this past season, to uh to play for a championship figure it out get get games back on campus like you you want to see well i do want to see that and and i think we have uh said that um oh uh numerous times um i would um give auto bids to the top to the conference winners whoever they decide to give their automatic quality their aq to I would make them to whether it be tournament or regular season is what you're saying. Uh, However, they give out the auto bid. Most, uh, you know, every every league has a conference, but you know, um, but basically, every whatever whoever gets your auto bid every year, I don't see that changing away from the conference tournaments. Um, I think that keeps people playing. I shouldn't say. I think we all know that it keeps people playing. Well, step one, let's get everybody in a conference. <laughs> Let, let's get that done first. And then, well, then let's give them a chance to compete. Um, so I, I think the process goes like well, this. Well, listen, let's, let's get first everybody of all, well, in a on, conference. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand where you're going, but we're not there. I'm talking about, we can go there in a second, but I'm talking about right now at the moment. You give your 
you know, you still need the pairwise. So you give your conference automatic qualifiers, seeds one through six, based on the pairwise. Now, does that mean they'll always be a certain order? Probably, at least for a while. But that's the way it is. And those ones through six seeds, along with the top two at-large teams, for now, based on the current concept, get the top eight seeds. And those top eight seeds play the corresponding nine through 16 seeds, best two out of three at their home ranks. Oh, you sound an awful lot like the AHL. And then the top four seeds remaining play the next weekend in their home ranks, best two out of three. So now you've got at least four teams that are going to play four more home games, four more playoff games at home, and you're going to have four to eight full buildings. Yeah, if you're talking money, I like the way you think because uh, that does produce more money. And then the winner of that second round, the winners of those second round matchups, go to the Frozen Four. And and people want to sit there and say, well, you know, they about the regionals, Paul. What are you going to do with the regionals? I just I gave you the regionals. Forget, forget, forget. We're 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 yeah, but what about those places that want to bid on them, like Fargo? And Loveland and and Allentown. Well, okay, well and let's put it this way. Them? Where are they going to go? Let's put it this way. That's fine. If if Penn State wants to play there, you know, if Penn State is one of those one through eight seeds, and they want to play in Allentown, <laughs> go ahead. No, they don't. No, they don't. They don't want to play in Allentown. That's the thing. And nobody wants to. They're they're going to use their own barn. If if they're okay. if they've earned the right, as you say, to do this, they want to play in their own barn. Obviously, make their own money. Have their own home ice, sleep in their own beds, have their own locker room. That that's what they want to do. That's what they've earned. Now let me tell you, if you haven't been following along with the AHL, especially here in the Pacific Division, that's what's going to happen this week, starting Wednesday. Coachella Valley is the number two seed. They get to host the number seven seed, which is Tucson. So now ask me, Paul, what happened to the number one seed? They earned a buy. buy. They earned a buy in the first round because there's uh, uh, the way they do it. They got to get down to to eight teams, right? Or they got to get down to four teams eventually, and then two in the conference, and then anyway, you know what I mean. Uh, Anyway, so that's what's going to happen in the AHL, and I like what you're saying. I I really do. I think it brings um, playoff environment hockey back. But but here's Here's well, and here, it does it does other things that that, that I know I it like. does. I know, but hold on a minute. You can get to okay. that in a second. What I'm saying is, it brings that playoff exp- it, uh, environment back, and one of the things that that is kind of nerve wracking for for like in the AHL. I'm going to give you three through six, or uh, no, two, three, and four. Right. Um, they get to play at home a Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, or Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Sunday or Saturday or Saturday or Sunday if necessary. But if your team, and I'm just use this as an example, if your team like Ontario, California, the Ontario Reign, you have to go to Colorado, to Loveland. Um, 
that's a crazy environment. I mean, that home ice advantage is incredible. So you've got to go win two out of three in Loveland. Probably not going to happen no matter who you are. That's a hard environment to win in. So is, is that is that okay with you because you've earned it through the regular season? You've earned that spot to host that series, the first round? Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. That's what I was asking because let me let me throw a college scenario at you. If you're the Arizona State Sun Devils, who this year will have 28, 29, however many home games, a bunch, and, and you get really successful at home like they hope to do, and right. then they, they, they somehow get this auto bid to, right. uh, to, to play at home, um, right. that's a big deal. That is a big deal, right? Of course it is. But listen, I didn't say my scenario was perfect. And it would be hard for ASU to get one of those top eight seats because they're, A, they're not in a conference. And B, the odds of them being um, one of the top two at-large teams in the pairwise, probably not good. Really, don't though? At-large? No, what really? I'm saying is, in other words, if you have a situation like this year, Okay, where um, the Michigan won the conference tournament. Okay, they would be based on 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 the pairwise. They would have been the number two. They would have been the number two seed overall. Uh, your the other maroon and gold team at best, they would have been the number seven seed, and the other at large team that would have been a home team on my scenario would have been our buddies up there in Denver at DU. So you okay. would have had, so you would have had Quinnipiac, Michigan. BU one two three, um, Saint Cloud four, Colgate five, okay, and and Minnesota State would have been this. Um, oh, did I get the oh, no, one two Quinnipiac Michigan, BU Saint Cloud. Uh, Michigan, uh, Minnesota State won that won that league, and Colgate won the uh, would have been a, would have been a top, would have been the number five seed, and Canisius would have been the number six seed. Why? Because they won their conferences. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, and. Um, actually, I, like I said, would, uh, now, now that I, I look at it the right way, written down where I have it, Michigan would have been one, BU two, St. Cloud three, Minnesota State four, Colgate five, and Canisius six. Those were the teams that won their conference tournaments, got the automatic bids. The top two at-large teams would have been the other maroon and gold team and your eventual national champion Quinnipiac Bobcats. And those two teams would have had 
And those eight teams would have had best of three home series. And if I have this correct, and it's possible that I don't, but so be it. Here's what your first round matchups would have looked like. Michigan hosting Merrimack, best two out of three. BU hosting Cornell. St. Cloud hosting Michigan Tech. Minnesota State hosting Western Michigan. Colgate hosting Ohio State. Canisius hosting Penn State. The other maroon and gold team would host Harvard. And Quinnipiac would have faced the defending national champion, Denver Pioneers. And that would have been your first round matchups. Now, you can like it and you can not like it. But you have to figure out a way to host. Well, here's, here's what to, I... And, and, and I don't think it's... And if you're just going strictly by pairwise, why have conferences? Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, um, that, that that's a great hypothetical. I wish it would happen. I know it's not going to happen, <laughs> at least not in the foreseeable future. But... Nope. Um, but, you know, the whole bottom line to this is, do you want to grow this game? Do you want to get the numbers up for college hockey? Do you want to make it more of a event than it is right now? Then that's what you have to do. And you got to bring your universities in. you got to have those home ice scenarios where people and fans and, and universities get to experience playoff hockey instead of having to travel to a neutral site somewhere. And, again, I'm not complaining about the about that, but, Okay. Yes, we I are. Am complain- I am complaining yes, about are. it. And, 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 and by the way, scenario for us. And, and by the way, it's not. Let's let's. It's not like Colgate and Canisius would be favorites on their home ice. But how often do those teams? Well, Colgate a little bit more because of the conference they're in. But do you think those other teams want to go play at Canisius? How crazy do you think those fans would be Listen. in that building? Yeah, listen, nobody wants to go on the road to play anybody, whether it's going right. to, to Mullet or uh, to uh, the Ralph or going Where? to, um, you know, the um, the Ed. Um, Where? <laughs> I'm just pulling your chain now. <laughs> but anyway, um, so the uh, nobody wants to go on the road, but that's what I was asking you when we started this conversation is, is that um, – is that too much of an incentive uh, when you're considering, uh, yeah, I know it's a best of three, but it's also after that it would become a one and done, I guess, at the frozen four by your level. But um, is that too much in, Is that too much to give uh, a, um, a team that wins their conference, for example, to give them um, home ice for best two out of three? Uh, no. Okay, I, I didn't really think so either, but uh, I just want to get your I, opinion I think on. You 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 want to get people in the buildings, and people are talking about how you have to go to campus sites. Well, how are you going to do that? <laughs> you're going to go to the same. You're going to go to the same four or eight places every year. Well, Let me ask they, you. I'll put it this they way: would if they could. Well, you you uh, yeah, but how does that? 
incentivize and grow, quote, grow the game. It does not. That's it exactly not. why we're having this conversation. So, is, so it if, does if, not grow if, the game. If, if Penn State or Ohio State have to go to Canisius and Colgate, et cetera, et cetera, and, and say Quinnipiac has to end up playing Denver in the first round, um, by the way, how much would that be an incentive to make sure you bring your A game every night in the conference tournament, whether you quote unquote in the tournament or not? I mean, I'm, listening. I'm, listening. I'm just saying how, how much, you know, um, you know, we've seen teams not bring their A games to conference tournaments because they were quote in. Right. Yeah, I don't know if not bringing their A game is is really the correct terminology. It's just that well, fine, it, 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 you're not you're not playing for your lives. I mean, let let's take the NCHC playoffs for example. Uh, I, know, I get frozen the, well, they're still Every, not playing. Everybody except Colorado College was in the tournament. They weren't playing for their, right. their tournament lives. They right. wanted to win. They wanted to win that trophy, but. Right. Um, but they weren't playing for their lives. Well, so, they're still yeah. not going to be quote playing for their lives. But uh, you think it makes it? I mean, it's just it's just an extra added bonus. You win the conference, you're definitely getting at least two more home games. You win your conference tournament. Otherwise, yeah. you risk yeah. going on the road for both rounds. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Um, okay, and you know what? Well, let's let's face it. Um, you know, if, 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 if a smaller school happens to win their conference tournament, I think those players, the, these guys want to go play in these smaller venues. No, they don't want to do that. If they did, if they wanted to do that, they'd schedule more of those games on the road, but they don't. It's not an accident. Nope. You are correct. Okay. So we, we've kind of beat that to death now for, for today. Um, anyway. Um, I was thinking about, again, like we talked about yesterday, a bunch of players that uh, went into the portal. And, and um, you know, I look at the list again, and I'm going like, goodness gracious, what in the world? Um, what are you doing with all these players? And, you know, some guys are, are leaving for, for really good reasons, like their coach left <laughs> or their, uh, um, you know, or, or things like that. But so many players, I think, are just going like, yeah, you know, I didn't get enough playing time, and it's time for me to look elsewhere. And I guess that's your prerogative, but darn it. And this is college hockey, and I'm starting to get a little bent out of shape over this. And I hope that when that that COVID year finally goes away, I think this is the last year, correct? Yeah, uh, I believe so. And I think that. that I think that's going to make a difference. I, 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 I certainly hope so. I really I, do. I can't imagine that at this time next year we're talking about another 275 guys in the portal? I hope not because you know what happens? What's happening, Paul, right now is um, coaches are, are having to do two things. They're having to recruit junior players. Right, which is come not changing. In. No, that's not changing. But now they've got a second list, a big second list. And let's just take the University of North Dakota for one. They're going through that portal list. They have rebuilt their team completely off the portal. Not that they don't have a good freshman coming in, 
But the mainstay of North Dakota hockey this coming season is going to be what they've done in the portal from the goal out. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, they only they only uh, brought in some big time players. I mean, legitimately, you know, every one they brought in was a big time player. You they know, didn't just I go mean, get any uh, any borderline scholarship players. They, they they didn't get bodies. Let's no. put it that way. They got performers, you know. Um, when you when you look at the guys they got, you know they got uh, Keaton Pearson out of Michigan, a a a a bona fide top pair defenseman. Um, we talked about this once again. We talked about it last night. Bennett Smolik uh, is going to be on the second or third pair after spending a couple of years at at, at Minnesota at Minnesota State. Right, Marshall Warren, um, big time prospect from Boston College, is going to go to Michigan. Right, Cameron Berg is going to go switch teams in the conference to play at North Dakota from Omaha. Right, I mean it's, this list is Hunter Johannes uh, with with 13 goals last year at Lindenwood is going to go and 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 get some big time minutes at North Dakota. Um, they, they just have a Garrett Pike, um, is going to get first pair minutes on defense from, you know, tra after transferring from, Atla uh, Alaska Fairbanks, Ludwig Pearson. I mean, we know what he is and he's going to be playing behind a big time, you know, behind a big time team this year. And I'm not trying to spite Miami, but any game they won was basically because of him. Oh yeah, without and I'm doubt. assuming he just got tired of it. And um, well, yeah, yeah, he got he wants he wants to advance. He doesn't want to just win a game here or there. No, I get it. Um, so anyway, uh, when we're talking about the portal, the one thing that I was watching really closely over the last uh, two weeks, let's say, was uh, the the jump that Wisconsin made. First, they got um, a new head coach in Mike right. Hastings. Then a few days later, they announced they got Todd Connaught as a right. uh, as a um, assistant coach, associate head coach, if right. you will. Now, guess what? I'm starting to see the bleeding of uh, purple and gold turning to red and white uh, as three players have moved on from Mankato to Wisconsin. So when is this going to stop? And how does poor Luke Strand uh, put together a team that can be competitive this year and I know people say, yeah, it's a CCHA. You can get it done. And maybe he can, but goodness gracious, man. I mean, there, there's a lot of, of, there's a lot of blood left. If you can pardon the expression, uh, that's being I, I don't know if you can stop on a that. road from Mankato to, to Madison. I, I don't know if you could stop that. We, we, we know, like I said, at least publicly coaches will tell players don't choose us for us, choose it for the school itself. That's great coach speak right there. Well, that's that's exactly right. I mean, but we know that kids do pick schools for the coaches. You know? How can and... you not? How can you not? I know you may have a, a, a real feeling that this is what you want to do, but how could you possibly not pick it for the coach? Well, I mean... 
I get that. Um, you know, Minnesota State's losing 40 goals to Wisconsin and, 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 and 70 points. And, and let me tell you, that uh, Mankato's only brought in two players out of the portal that I see, and that's uh, uh, Brian Carabas from uh, BU and Tyler Haskins, a freshman from Denver. So clearly those two are going there because they want some ice time. And see, I can't blame a guy for I can't blame a kid for doing that. No, I mean I can't either. I, I'm not saying that, but I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying it, it, there's just so many things going on right now. I mean, when I grew up, and I'm sure when you were growing up as well, you you could watch a college team and you could uh, quote unquote fall in love with a team for three four years. Because guys were there and you knew the same guys coming back and you asked yourself after their freshman year, wow, I wonder how good they're going to be as a sophomore. I wonder how good they're going to be as a junior. Well, and goodness, that... if we have them until they're seniors, how good can this team be? And you could project it out and you could say, okay, if I've got this roster coming back next year and I'm going to add two really good pieces to it or three really good pieces to it, how good can we be? Now, you know what, Paul? It's like topsy turvy. Uh, you don't know the players until they come in, and now you got to go through and try to figure out who's what. So if you and I have to do that, it's got to well, be equally as difficult for the coaches and the teammates to get used to playing with somebody new. Well, Am I I'll, right? I'll, the last statement you are correct on. Um, this is an issue not just for college hockey, but all college athletics right now. Uh, you, you talk to people in in uh, my little alumni corner. And, you know, ASU just had a, tr uh, a tremendous year. And we knew they were losing a couple of guys in the portal for basketball. Um, and when the coach, when Coach Bobby Hurley got an extension, the people figured that that was it. But people still left anyway. And people are frustrated because, wait, the coach stayed and you were here. You get a chance to be part of, of of something big, you know, at least in terms of the program and its history. And they're leaving anyway. People are, like, frustrated. Like, why do we, why do we bother? And unfortunately, I'll just sit there and be like, hey, I mean – let me know when the season starts and I'll look at the roster and figure it out then because it's not just, like I said, it's not just college hockey. It's college sports in general. Um, I assume that the other sports are as uh, backed up by the, by the COVID seasons as hockey, uh, although there's not, there are far less spots to play college hockey than there are, say, football and basketball. But the fact of the matter is, and you look at it this way too, uh, approximately 275 names in the portal and about 150 have a second destination and about 125 don't. And by the way, not all of those people that went in the portal, uh, although most of them, uh are not some of them had decided to actually sign 
some contracts with the East Coast League. And a couple of players decided to go play uh, not D1 hockey. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're I mean, uh, you're correct on that. And there are so, plenty of plenty of people still out there and where are you going to go now listen we don't know some of these coach some of these teams you know, some of these coaches could have told these players you're not coming back so what else were they going to do yeah i guess um so i want to talk about a few things before we go to break here because i want to tie this all in together then i want to talk about again like we did last night because um the nchc came out with a nice list of players that are going to get the opportunity, alumni, if you will, get the opportunity to play for a Stanley Cup. And I think we need to talk about that as the playoffs begin tonight. Um, tonight. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. And by the way. I beat, I beat you to the punch on that one. And by the way, <laughs> just in case you were wondering, I mean, like I said, we can save this, but I, I had this in my notes. We didn't get to it last night. We talk about. Uh, new teams coming on board. We talked about Binghamton last night. Um, the 2024 Women's World Championship, which ended last night as the U.S. beat Canada 6-3. to three. Um, That tournament next year will be played in Utica. Wow. That's an interesting... Uh, that's an interesting... Okay. And, and remember, Utica hosted that last year Atlantic Hockey's tournament before they decided to go back to home ice. Um, everybody says that, you know, they're coming with Binghamton, um, but there's no guarantees that those teams will be coming in in a league unless they decide to move and shake some people uh, to form their own league. Okay. So, well, we got we – got- plenty of time all summer to discuss that stuff but i get it i just i just meant to bring that up yeah. last night and we just didn't get a chance to talk about it and okay well one thing i do want to talk about is coach powers is on with us a couple of months ago now just about and um by the way he's going to be inducted next weekend into the uh acha coaches hall of fame right. so congratulations we, again to coach on that t- yeah we want to take the break first Nope. I want to get into this first, and then I want to come back because uh, this is still tied into the portal kind of. But uh, okay. the Sun Devils have picked up some guys out of the portal. Right. And uh, Coach told us that they were going to be big and nasty or hard to play against or whatever that is. Um, I, I can't believe this. You told me about this kid coming in, a six foot seven defenseman. Um, I believe the Sun Devils said that um, Tempe just got bigger and badder. I don't know if batter is a word, but bigger and batter. And this kid is from New York, the hotbed uh, West of hockey, Chester. and you had nothing to say about that. Well, I, we didn't get to it yet. He's from he's from well, West. Here we go. Talk about him. Talk about this kid, Cade uh, Alami. Is that how you say it? I would Alami? assume it's Alami. Alami. Okay. Well, um, he's six he's, foot seven defenseman. So that's thin. another transfer portal person that's coming in. Coach said he didn't think he would have that many this year. No, nope, um, no. Nope. That that makes four by my count. Yeah, I I think the the Twitter post said something about uh, him being six seven. Right. Well, he's um, a big boy. He's a very big boy. Um, but I don't. I mean, when you look at when you look at the various 
roster sites. Six seven, but about two fifteen. Uh, okay. All right. He where would you like him, Paul? Where Where would you like him to be weight wise? I don't know. I really, I didn't really get a chance to see him play. I, I'm not. I I don't know. But six seven two fifteen. Okay. I, I I assume they'll put some more weight on him. Somebody will get him on the. Uh, in the weight room, in that new beautiful building. They have a and, weight uh, room in there. Yeah, maybe get okay. him to get him maybe to two twenty. Is that an NHL or NCAA weight room? I, I don't know. Okay, I don't. I don't know about I what, what they have in the annex, but I, I say I say it quietly because the um, the last day to register to vote in Tempe is today. Is it? Yeah. See, so you, you have until tonight. Tonight. <laughs> I love it. Oh my, I listen, love it. Said they were going to get, you know, grittier. So, I, I, like I said, I didn't get to see him play. Did play in 28 games for BC last year. Didn't score any goals. Got a couple of assists. If only you knew somebody from BC, like say a BC alum, that could give uh, you a little, I don't know, background on this kid. Well, I don't know. I mean... I don't know. I think that person's been out of there for a while, but you know, give me a chance. I didn't he really get a chance to get any what? Isn't wise? No, I didn't really get a chance to get any intelligence. <laughs> I got home from work just before the show, just like you. <laughs> I, uh, first of all, I'm not done work. I'm just taking a pause. I didn't say you were done. <laughs> you said you got home from work just like me. I didn't get oh, home from true. work. Well, I stopped at Panera. It starts to feel like it sometimes. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to dig into that because uh, when you said, yeah, I don't know much about this kid. I'm going like, he's from New York. Don't give me that line. Don't give me that line at all. He's from what? I'm not saying he's not from New York. I'm just saying he's not from Long Island and he's not from the city. He's from Westchester. It's close. <laughs> okay. So it's just north of the city, but different vibe. <laughs> I hear you. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break and let's come back and talk about all of these players that uh, are getting uh, NCHC alum that are getting a chance to live the dream and play in the NHL playoffs. And by the way, Paul, I don't know if you know this, but um, tomorrow night when the Golden Knights hit the ice, the Boston U grad, the alum, Jack Eichel, will play in this very first playoff game. Congratulations. Is that astounding to you? Is that astounding to you, though? Um, as long as Jack's been around, and this is going to be his very first playoff game. Well, he played his first what three or four seasons in Buffalo, and then he got traded to Vegas. He was hurt. Didn't make the, Vegas. Didn't make the playoffs last. I know year. why. I know why. I'm just saying, like when you say the name Jack Eichel, and then you say in the next breath, tomorrow night will be his very first playoff game. Uh, it just doesn't seem to fit together. I know why, and I know it oh. does. It just okay. doesn't sound right, right? Uh, well, I, uh, okay. All right, fine. <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and talk about some of these guys that are getting that opportunity and wish them the very best of luck as the NHL playoffs kick off tonight. Uh, I think it's tonight. And the AHL playoffs kick off Wednesday night. And I will be right here in Palm Springs to see the Palm Springs Coachella Valley Firebirds Host the Tucson Roadrunners. We'll be right back.
education, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious, man. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. college hockey conference access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games ready for you wherever you are however you want to watch on your phone computer or stream to your tv your favorite team is on nchc.tv when you can't be there be here subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv if it's nchc hockey it's on nchc.tv So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe and 592 West White Mountain Boulevard in Pine Top, as well as its ghost kitchen in Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. This is ITHSW Podcasts, Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Indeed it is, Analytics and Eyeballs. It's Monday night. Um, we've got to beat this portal thing and numbers uh, part of it uh, to pieces, but I'm going to throw more numbers at you. There's more uh, more more players from the NCHC that are going to make their 
um, not, not debuts, but uh, playoff appearances in the NHL tonight. And there'll be some that make their AHL playoff uh, appearances on Wednesday night. Scott Strandy with you tonight in beautiful Palm Springs where it's still 92 degrees. And I'm a little toasty, Paul. Paul Hornstein on Long Island, New York. How are you? Uh, I wish I was a little toastier. You're, you're not toasty? Uh, not like you. Tell, tell the uh, the servants to fire up the fireplace or something. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. So the NCHC put out a tweet today, I believe, and I'm, I'm confused. I don't know if you've seen the tweet. Have you seen it? Uh, you did send it to me. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as I'm looking at it, I'm not sure what they mean. I don't know if they mean 17 or 26 or whatever that number is, because they've got me confused. Uh, have you had a chance to look at that tweet? And have you made um, sense of it yet? I did. I do. Um, and here's the problem with it. Um, uh, I got it. I got it back. I, I mean, it's just basically saying who from the league. I mean, who from the league that is, is going to be in the NHL playoffs? Well, I don't understand what the problem is. Well, is it 17 or 26? Um, it says 25. Okay. Is it 17 or 25? Well, no. Okay. Here's what it, it says. Uh, coaches, too. I thought they said two coaches. Um, so is it uh, 19 or 27? I don't, know. I, I don't know. It's a lot. Who cares? <laughs> I, 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 you're asking anyway. me to do math. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm teasing. Michael, if you put this on, I'm just giving you a little, no, a little uh, beautiful... Uh, backhand there yeah like i said I, I can't do anyway. math so okay so so let's start at the top uh alphabetically colorado college Jaden schwartz with seattle jacob slavin with carolina by the way the carolina hurricanes are about to play the new jersey Devil or the long island the <laughs> new york islanders well by the way i yeah. have picked them to win the stanley cup this year i just think they are <sighs> the surprise yeah, that's, team that's out a there lie. that's a lie <laughs> I think they're a surprise team out there from the east. Uh, I expect to see them um, out west somewhere. Colorado, Vegas. I'll take it. You're lying, okay. but I'll take it. Okay. I, I predict them. Anyway, um, Jaden Schwartz has had a really good year uh, with the Seattle um, Kraken and Jacob Slavin. So there's your two Colorado, kid, Colorado college kids. Uh, for Denver, Mike Benning with Florida. Scott Mayfield with your Islanders. Who just Jim gave Montgomery. up a power play goal, by the way. So that's not good. <laughs> Jim, they just started, didn't they? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Jim Montgomery, uh, the head coach with Boston, who, by the way, has just been ridiculously good at that job. Uh, Trevor Moore with the LA Kings. Logan O'Connor with the Colorado Avalanche. And Paul Stasny still playing that game in Carolina. Have you seen Paul Stasny yet? I'm sure I have. I'm not paying that close. I'm trying to do a podcast <laughs> okay. here. Okay. Checking. Uh, Miami, Ohio, has uh, Alec Martinez with the Vegas Golden Knights and Riley Smith of the Vegas Golden Knights. Minnesota Duluth, Mikey Anderson with uh, Los Angeles. And by the way, the Kings are not happy with one Connor McDavid for a cheap shot they felt he took on Mikey Anderson. So look for a little okay. fireworks when those two get underway. Um, Alex Iafalo, uh with the Kings. Carson Kuhlman with the Winnipeg Jets, who, by the way, uh, them 
<laughs> they are playing the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow night. Uh, Neil Pionk right. um, with the Winnipeg Jets. Dylan Sandberg with the Winnipeg Jets. So apparently Duluth has a connection to Winnipeg, a lot like North Dakota has with Ottawa. Um, except there are <laughs> a couple of former Sioux down one nothing right now. Unfortunately. Okay, Carson Soucy, defenseman with Seattle as well. So let's get through the rest of this list here. I think I got okay. one more to um North Dakota, Derek Forbert uh with Boston having a great year. Head coach Dave Hackstall with the Seattle Kraken and what a job Hack has done turning that around or not even turning it around, just accelerating it, if you will. Brock Nelson with your New York Islanders. Yeah. And Zach Parisi, the old man, still lacing him up and playing for your Islanders. Playing pretty well. Okay. And Good Brock Nelson had almost 40 goals this year. So, uh, Omaha has Jacob Magna, the older brother of my uh, good friend Jason Magna, playing right. with Seattle right now. Frederick Olofsson uh, with Dallas. Uh, St. Cloud State. And there's a couple of guys that I really like. Uh, Will Borgen, starters from Moorhead, Minnesota, um, and playing with Seattle. And he is really starting to come on as a defenseman. Uh, Johnny Brodzinski. With the New York Rangers, your second favorite team. Yeah. No? Uh, my key, <laughs> Simon, uh, with like Tampa Bay. Always was one of my favorite favorite uh, players. As a, he was always very clutch he, he, when he played for St. Cloud. Very clutch. Yes, yes. Blake Lazat, uh with the LA Kings. And Nick Perbix with the Tampa Bay Lightning. So that's the players that I got from the NCHC. Uh, as far as who's making their their run, that's a pretty good list of players that um, can can be difference makers. I think, Paul. Well, listen. I mean, look at those. The, you you you're not exactly naming uh, guys who are sitting in the press box wearing coats and ties tonight. When? What? When? They're sitting in the press box. When? Wearing coat, uh, jackets, and ties. When? During games. <laughs> That's not what you said. You said yes, they're not exactly guys in the press box wearing shirts and jacket or ties. Right? Yeah, they're not. They're not. Tonight. They're not. They're, they're not. In other words, they're not dressed. I know that, but you said tonight. Oh well, you know, it's not. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. Whatever. By the way, that is going to go on forever. <laughs> you hope you know that, right? You will yeah, always have that herbism. So don't think I'm ever going to forget that. I'm just saying that. Uh, anyway, so that's what's going on in that end of it. There are a host of players. I don't even think Michael Weissman wants to even begin to look at the number of NCHC alums that are in the AHL playoffs because there is a boatload. Well, yeah, I can't, can't keep track. I mean, that's... That's a lot harder. Yeah, yeah, it is. My point being, uh, there are a lot of NCAA, and this is just the NCHC. We're not talking about NCAA alums. So if I you know. tell me that college hockey is not making a difference in uh, professional hockey, boy, you better look somewhere else. Well, of course it is. I mean, we're sitting there and, you know, about 35% of all NHL players played college hockey. Can you blame them, really? No. No, I mean, you know, 
Especially I mean, if you played at, at Arizona State University. Well, I, I don't Correct? think Well, especially not if you played there. <laughs> um, or if you were a think... bulldog. <sighs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, yeah, But the problem with that is you've probably already got so many rings on your fingers that, you know, what are you going to do with another one? Uh, you find space. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. I won't. I won't lose sleep over it. I'm just... You know, I mean, you're sitting there, and like I said, it's about a third, maybe a little bit more. Um, and that's why we need more stalls, get more players. And, and let me ask you this. Does that surprise you at all with the influx of European players and such um, with that talent level that the, the NCAA is producing at this level? Well, I mean, there are a lot of European players playing college hockey. Very good point. Very good point. All right, like uh, like Antti Rata, who's starting tonight for for Carolina against my Islanders. Right. What's scoring that game, by the way? Um. Well, at the time we're talking about this, it's one nothing. So. Oh. Okay. In favor which of. I've already, which I've already said. In favor of. Once again, I said that Carolina scored a power play goal. What do you want me to tell you? I just like when you have to say it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And and here's the interesting part. And we haven't talked about much this about this much, but we'll talk about it this summer. I promise. Um, a lot of these European players come over here. Will go to the North American Hockey League. Will work on their English. Will work on their ability to get into college, if you will, and. Um, and will hone their games in the North American League before making the jump to um, NCAA. That's why I think you're starting to see more and more NAL players, if you will, uh, joining the USHL players. And I, I don't know why it is, but it just doesn't seem like there's that many USHL players that are foreign born. Uh, I might have something to do with the rules. I don't know. Uh, honestly, I don't know. Uh, are there... Uh, import player rules. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are. In the USHL? Pretty sure there are. So, I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, I just thought that was kind of fun things when we're talking analytics and eyeballs. So, we've talked about all the numbers. Paul, are there any things your eyes are telling you? Um, and we'll kind of wrap it up on this, but are there anything that your eyeballs are telling you could happen in in NCAA hockey, as far as more teams coming in, we've already talked about a couple, um, more conferences. Um, anything on the near horizon, like the next year? Or are we still waiting two, three years for things to evolve? Well, I, I, I think the way it's going, that you're not going to have teams come in this year outside of the ones like Augustana, which we already know, and Robert Morris, which is coming back. And I don't know if we'll see any more teams to start 23-24. I mean, I guess this is shaping up to be 24-25, and you might see a bunch of new teams coming in. Uh, we talked about those Division Two teams. 
listening, um, who have Division One, by the way, uh, women's programs. Okay, um, like Saint Anselm, and 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 Franklin Pierce and uh, Saint Michael's. You know, a lot of these schools up there in Massachusetts and Connecticut. Um, so, and they were, you know, given rec, they asked for like recommendations for what to do, uh, by the outgoing commissioner of Atlantic hockey. And he basically told him, just do it. Just do it. Form a league, wait a couple of years and get a, an automatic bid. Um, and if the NCAA says, you know, um, you might have to wait a little longer. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Fair enough. But, you know, Division Two is it's, it's just nuts. You're not playing anybody. There's no tournament. Exactly. Stonehill that, moved that, up from there. That's exactly why I him, do not understand why they're still hanging around at that level. Why are they either. not forced to go one or the other? Either up and or down. By the way, your choice. Up or down, people. And by the way, Southern New Hampshire is like the host school for Division One regionals all the time. So what are you doing? Yeah, exactly, exactly. What are you doing? Is a good question. Um, okay, um, fair enough. That uh, that's all I've got. Unless you've got something more that you want to get out there in the last two minutes of the show. No, I'm just saying. Let's go. I, I, you know. I mean, you asked, I assume they asked Robert DiGregorio, like I said, the outgoing commissioner, for his, his recommendation. Uh, so, okay. If, if you're asking him for his, his, his opinion, then, you know, do it. You know, he, Just he, he, would, do he it. would, there's, 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 you know, not going to be more people that are going to know than him and if you have Binghamton and Utica coming in in two years and you have LIU um, and, and you're already and it's you know I can't imagine if you you know that if a, and if a couple of those other schools move up you've got your six teams and you've got your conference You know, maybe if that happens, maybe Atlantic Hockey splits up into two conferences or two divisions. But once again, we want to get more conferences, more leagues, more teams. And we would pref we would like to see them be on the West Coast too. But yeah, totally agree with you. We we have we can beat that drum tomorrow. We'll beat drums all the time, but hopefully, while we'll the guests tomorrow, that'll beat the drum for us. So oh, that'd um, be nice. <laughs> we'll work on that. Uh, I'm going to be in Southern California at Palm Springs for the next uh, five, six days. Who knows? I'll be watching some hockey Wednesday and watching some hockey Friday. And who knows about Saturday? We'll find out. Anyway, it all gets underway. Uh, lots of NCAA players. We're looking forward to it. Take it away, my friend. All right. As you hang out with the ghosts of the Rat Pack from the Summer Skate Studios, this has been Analytics and Eyeballs. Brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. 
And at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By Summer Skates, whether you use blades or wheels or, I'm sorry, use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. Right behind the mask and behindthemask.com. No one knows goalies' needs better than we do. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHAM1 championship program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. Buy Toyota, support the dealer that supports hockey in your community. Desert Toyota in Tucson, Peterson in Fort Collins, Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California, and Finlay in Henderson. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza. You'll love our wing sidekicks and more. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. The Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian food, comfort food, quickly. Locations in Tempe, Pine Top, and the Ghost Kitchen in Queen Creek. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is. From the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app or download on your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing to ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. If you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review. Once again, that's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Okay, I'll end it on this. I know how much you wait every year for this. The uh, playoff beard has begun. This is 42 years of playoff beards. Uh, College, professional, now it's the teams in the West. Uh, It'll continue to grow until our teams either win the cup or are eliminated from play. Oh, thank God. You doing okay? Yeah, well, we need you to <laughs> thought grow I that lost beard. you on that. <laughs> we need you to grow that beard. No, nobody wants to see that, really. But nobody anyway. Wants to see what's under the beard. <laughs> well, it's getting an awful gray. I'm starting to look gray beard. But anyway, <sighs> it is growing in, in uh, support of all the uh, AHL, uh, ECHL, AHL, and NHL teams that are putting it on the line to win 16 games and uh, claim a uh, Stanley Cup, a Calder Cup, or I can't remember the ECHL Kelly Cup, Cup, but it's a Cup. Kelly Cup. There you go. Kelly Cup. Uh, somebody wants to win a Cup. Yep. And we're going to do our best. I will do my best. Paul, you're going to grow a beard? Oh, that's right. You have a beard. Uh, yep. Couldn't get Steven to do it. He just wouldn't do it. But anyway, he could probably grow the beard in about an hour or so. Anyway. <laughs> so can I. I know. I know. All right. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Uh, hello, New Day. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow night for uh, College Hockey West Weekly. Good night.